Offbeat Sports Podcast. I was a tale of two seasons for the Boston Celtics. I probably aged about 10 years just from that series. I'd probably compare myself to you know, just a younger, smarter, more handsome, stronger Michael Jordan. Let's go Celtics. Go Patriots. These are these are guys who, when they when you give them a bowl of Cheerios in the morning, they finish every last drop of milk. Absolute uh, clown over here. I'm ready when you are, baby. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Offbeat Sports Podcast. Today we're jo- joined by Jahai Floyd, professional basketball players overseas. Uh, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so you played college ball at Holy Cross in Worcester, where you were a two-time Patriot League Defensive Player of the Year. And seeing as you went D1 and you must have had some other offers, why did you choose to continue your basketball career at Holy Cross over other schools? Uh, I actually didn't have any other offers. Holy Cross was my first Division I offer in my uh, junior of high school. Um, I was a late bloomer, so my junior year was my first year of varsity. And I pretty much had a breakout season that year. Holy Cross was the first college to recognize my talents. And I just I didn't know I was that good. So I just took the offer right away because I didn't want to uh, risk it not getting a scholarship to go to play college. Yeah. So following your time at Holy Cross, you went overseas and you played in Greece. So walk us through your decision post college, how you chose to play overseas and where you played. Right, so after my senior season, uh, a bunch of uh, agents contacted me uh, about playing basketball overseas. I didn't really get too much interest from the NBA. Uh, so overseas is like the main goal. Um, I actually started out in Germany. Uh, I signed a two-year deal there. Uh, went to training camp. I actually didn't make the team or got cut from that team and then went to Greece. Um, but yeah, obviously overseas basketball was the, the main goal for me. I just wanted to – be able to travel the world and play play basketball. I was uh, Malcolm Miller. He uh, graduated in 2014, and he was a guy I looked up to. He played overseas, so it was uh, I was able to reach out to him, also to Tori Thomas, and you know get some uh, information about overseas basketball. Um, some guys who played at Holy Cross, so it was um, definitely uh, a good process going into being a professional pretty much yeah so the best season of your young career thus far has been when you played in the israeli league in 2021 you averaged a near double double you had an 11 8 2 stat line and averaged over two blocks so what do you think clicked for you that season and kind of allowed you to flourish in that environment honestly i think just the family atmosphere it was a small kind of town really in the desert. Um, it was during, uh, right after COVID, so all we really did was go to practice and come home. So I was really locked in basketball-wise. Um, and, yeah, I just think the family environment definitely helps me, um, just feeling valuable with, with, and using what I can bring to the team. And I just think uh, I actually came to that team late, and I think just the foundation they had, um, I just followed suit and just try to add as much as I can. And then we had a Great season. We were a bunch of young guys, hungry to succeed. So I think I just fed off of that, and I just feel like it just started from the beginning of the season, and then throughout the season we just figured it out and just just wanted to win. And obviously we got to the championship and lost to um, Maccabi Tel Aviv, which is the best team in Israel. Um, But it definitely was a great experience, and 
I definitely owe it to my teammates for pushing me every day and, you know, just wanting to make that mark overseas like I did in college. Yeah, so last summer you had the opportunity to play for the Phoenix Suns in the uh, Summer League. So talk to us about how you received this opportunity as well as your experience playing against uh, some of those uh, draftees and playing with some of the draftees in the Summer League. Right, so uh, after my season in Israel, I actually was able to play in like the highest competition in the era, which is the EuroLeague, um, where we know guys like Luka Doncic uh, and different guys who played in that in that uh, that league to go to the NBA and excel. So I think just being able to succeed in that competition, uh, show my potential and show what I can do, uh, granted me the opportunity to play overseas. Uh, I mean, I play in summer league, actually, sorry. Play in summer league. Um, I, I got the call late, pretty much early June, pretty much late in the season. Uh, I was um, pretty much like, it was for the end of the season, I wasn't playing too much, so I kind of geared my focus towards getting ready for summer league. And I think it was a great opportunity. It was good to finally be able to play basketball, especially in the States. It was easier to communicate with the coaches and the team, with the teammates. They didn't have any draftees that year, so it was a bunch of overseas guys. So it was easy to adapt. Um, but it was a great experience overall. I learned a lot. I learned that um, I was able to pick up on a lot of things quickly because of what I learned overseas and the toughness uh, we learned overseas was able to be translated um, over there too. So I think it was a great opportunity. I was able to show a lot of my uh, – what I bring to the table in terms of defense and athleticism. And I think – um, Definitely impressed a lot of people. I just was able to get a deal overseas, a better deal overseas the next year. Um, so that's pretty much how that experience worked for me. Yeah, so graduating from HC in 2019, you've played for five pro teams overseas, most recently as part of the Turkey BSL. Um, so we're wondering if there's a team you've played for that has really stuck out to you or that was just a special team overall. Uh, honestly, besides the Israel team, which is probably the most special team of my career, I was because I played a bigger part in that. But obviously, my my third year, I got transferred to like one of the biggest clubs in Turkey, Fenerbahce, um, and just with for an uh, opportunity based on injuries, I was able to come in and and uh try to pretty much fill in where. Uh, where they needed, and we ended up winning a championship that year in the Turkish uh, BSL, and I think that just learning how to win from the vets, um, you know, it's guys making millions of dollars around me every day, so that kind of pushed me towards a different mindset, understanding the game, and um, just building bonds with those type of guys, the older guys. I was a young, I was a young guy, so I think that was the best experience for me, just learning from those vets. Yeah, so uh, looking ahead to next year and beyond, what are some of your goals for your career? Honestly, to get healthy. Um, I was plagued by injury this past this past season uh, in Galatasaray. Um, I'm heading into getting another surgery on my foot. So honestly, just learning how to deal with the body. Uh, I'm learning a lot about my body. I, a lot of things I didn't focus on prior to the injury. I'm focusing on my nutrition. Um and just obviously just getting back to a level of play, like obviously the Israel year was a very uh, great year for me. So I just want to get back to that level of dominance um, wherever I am. Um, I, honestly, it would probably be 
like a mid-season transfer for me because of just the timeline of my my health situation. So honestly, just getting back to play basketball. Obviously, I'm not in a rush. I'm, I'm enjoying home right now. I'm enjoying family. I think being away from home takes a toll on us. Um, and obviously, my journey sees uh, for itself. I'm just going to continue to embrace it and, you know, be able to reach my potential basketball-wise. Yeah, so we've talked to a couple uh, guys who have played overseas before, and it seems like there's some stories that they have that uh, it seems to be common that there's been some language barriers and some other just fun stories being in a new culture. Have you had any experiences with uh, the cultures of the countries you've been able to play in or the language barriers that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, so I've played in Germany. I've played in Greece. I've played in Israel. I've played in Turkey. Um, yeah, just I think my first experience, I I think we're just going to the grocery store. I didn't, you can't read, like in Germany, I, you can't read anything that's on. So you have to use your eye, use your your feel of whatever the grocery store, um, like from back home, just trying to find things that you're used to. Uh, and then even getting to the counter, they have a way of just throwing your things toward the, toward the front where you're like, but where's the bag? But you can't communicate to that. So everyone's looking at me. I think I'm feeling like kind of insecure about it. I'm like, and they're like, I'm not saying that German people are mean. It's more like they have like a more strong demeanor compared to yeah. The US, language is not, fairly aggressive. Like even though right, it's not right. actually exactly exactly. So I think that was the welcome to overseas moment for me. But honestly, it's everywhere. You get used to it. Um, people can, as an American, big tall black guy walking around the streets, they're gonna stare at you. They might talk to, talk about you. They're talking in their language. At, at some point, you just learn how to run your business. Like you just like, unless they're trying to get my attention, I'm not really. I'm just you know focus on where I need to go, and that's it. But honestly, it's been a great experience being able to be around all these different countries and all these different cultures. Um, you get to take that experience and share it with your loved ones, and I feel like um, it's definitely gonna like help me down the line. Just realizing that the world is bigger than just the U.S. and the experiences I was uh, able to have there. So. Sure. Um, so we've had a few former players from the Holy Cross basketball team on most uh, recently, uh, Will Batchelder, who's the point guard of the team now. So we were wondering what your thoughts are on their season coming up. They just hired a new coach, Dave Paulson, and kind of bringing some of the guys back. What are what are some things you'd be looking for this year? Honestly, overseas, we're seven hours ahead, so I'm not able to catch as many games as I want. But I understand that they just went in a different direction. Um, I know uh, Coach Paulson is a great coach. He's uh, been – he's familiar with the Patriot League. So, hopefully, I'm I, – I, honestly, like, and hopeful, like, this season is a, a good season for them. Honestly, they've been struggling for the last couple of years trying to find their identity. But hopefully, Coach Paulson comes in and, you know, changes some things around. And I think the uh, the administration, all of, all of them believe in him and believe in the team. Uh, they have a lot, a bunch of young guys uh, that's hungry who, who excelled last year. Um, so hopefully, honestly, hey, I, we know the goal is to win the Pitcher League Championship, get back to the NCAA tournament, which I was able to take part of in 2016. So I think that would be a great experience for uh, those guys. Yeah, so uh, right. just to wrap it up, we got some uh, rapid-fire questions for you, just some fun ones. Um, so Aiden's got the first one, too. First, what is your go-to pregame hype song? Go-to pregame hype. It's not a it's not a go-to song, but uh I listen to Jersey Club. I'm from Jersey. 
Uh, it's more like the beat, the, the go-to beat that I need to hype me up and get me in that, you know, that dog mode so I can do what I need to do on the court. If you could have any celebrity watch you play, uh, who would it be? Uh, I would say Shaq. I feel like Shaq inspired me a lot. I liked his tenacity on the court. Um, he's a Jersey guy as well. Uh, so I would love to see Shaq course out of the game. You could play with any celebrity hooper. Who would it be? Celebrity hooper, like NBA wise, or a celebrity? Yeah, could yeah, be. or just like rapper, anyone. Oh, uh, um, I would want to play with um, the tough one. Actually, I would want to play with LeBron Rondo. Honestly, that was my favorite play growing up. He's a great point guard, great IQ. Celtics guy. Yes. Celtics guy, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, who's the toughest player you've ever had to guard, whether it be college or overseas or summer league? Uh, toughest, toughest player I ever had to guard was Mike James. Uh, he plays for Monaco right now in France. He played with KD when they were on the Nets together. He's tough, mm. tough, tough guard, tough, tough cover. Who's your favorite non-basketball athlete? Non-basketball athlete, Tom Brady. Good I'm answer. That's, uh, I'm a, I guess I'm from Jersey, but I'm a New England guy, I guess. And it just all worked out that I was at Holy Cross. So. Yeah. Hey, hey, we respect that. We respect that. I got the yeah. Celtics thing behind me, the Red Sox. I got Patriots stuff yeah. all up there. So, uh, Who is your NBA GOAT, Jordan or LeBron? I mean, I wasn't a born for Jordan, so I can't really speak too much on it, but I would say LeBron. All right, now now we're getting a little. <laughs> I'm MJ's just saying, down. I wasn't born. I wasn't born. I wasn't born, so I only can see his highlights. I can see the bronze highlights, and they kind of look similar. So, based yeah. on like um, success wise and stuff like that, that's different because that's more team than yeah. individual. I'm very anti LeBron. I'm, I'm Are you very really? an- anti LeBron. I hate yeah, not. Anti, you're, you're anti greatness about you. Not many New Englanders will go for that. Hey man, I'm not a I'm not a full New England New Englander. I've I've been all over the world, so I don't. I don't you know. <laughs> What's uh your favorite sports movie? Favorite sports movie. That's a tough one. Man, I I don't know. I don't have a favorite, but the most recent one I did watch was Shooting Stars, which is LeBron. So, like, I got. <laughs> That was a dope Come movie. on. That was a dope, that was a dope uh, movie. I don't have a favorite, though. <laughs> uh, that's all we got for you. Thank you for taking the time to do this with us. We appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and best of, of luck on your recovery. Uh, hope you. to see you back and healthy and uh, and maybe playing over in the U.S. soon, right? Hey, man. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, thanks everyone for watching and listening. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at offbeat underscore sports on TikTok at offbeat sports, and make sure you subscribe to our channel. Thanks for tuning in. Call them all Texas.